السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه Today we inshallah we shall look at verses from Surah Yunus This is a Makki Surah Unlike other uh, Surah it has been given the name of one of the Anbiya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have the likes of Surah Nuh and Surah Hud and Surah Yusuf uh, and Surah Ibrahim Surah Muhammad who else is there? any other? we can think of? Hmm? Luqman, Luqman is not, uh, yes, but Luqman, there is a difference of opinion whether he's a Nabi or not. But anyway, um, and these surahs, they contain usually the, the stories of the Prophet and that messenger. Uh, amazingly enough, Surah Yunus doesn't actually deal with the story of Yunus alayhi salam at all. Yunus is mentioned in, for example, uh, Surah As-Safat, and uh, in Surah Noon, he's mentioned. Uh, but here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only mentions Yunus alayhi salam in one verse. And he doesn't even speak about Yunus. He speaks about the community of Yunus and the nation of Yunus alayhi salam. The reason for this, as we all know, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Yunus alayhi salam, Yunus ibn Matta. He was sent to a place called uh, when Yunus السلام, was sent with the message, his people were idol worshippers. And so like previous prophets and messengers, uh, Hud and Salih uh, and Nuh, he invited them to the oneness of Allah وتعالى, and warned them of a punishment. That if you do not accept this message of Allah and this revelation of Allah, and you do not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish you. They refused and they challenged Yunus alayhi salam and said, what is this punishment? We don't believe. We, don't, we do not wish to accept your invitation. And if there is a punishment, let it be. So Yunus alayhi salam got, became disappointed and angry. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Anbiya he said وَذَنُّونِ إِذْ ذَهَبَ مُغَاضِبًا He was what? In a state of anger. Obviously because his people refused to accept the message. And so Yunus salam left his people. When he left, shortly after he left, they, they saw signs of what? Of the punishment of Allah. And, and so when they saw these signs, all of the community of Yunus alayhi salam. Allah says, More than a hundred thousand people in his community. They all came out imploring Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking for forgiveness and mercy. So when they realized that actually the warning of Yunus alayhi salam is true, is a truthful promise, they came out and they made supplication to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask for forgiveness 
And they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to send Yunus back to them. And so they all believed in a moment. And he is the only Nabi known whose entire community accepted Islam. And they all believed. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a verse in this surah, he says, فَلَوْلَا كَانَتْ قَرِيَةٌ آمَنَتْ فَنَفْعَهَا إِيمَانُهَا إِلَّا قَوْمَ يُونُسٌ There is no community that saw the signs of the punishment and believed and their belief was beneficial to them other than the people of Yunus السلام, and now with Yunus السلام, we know that he left his people and he went and he traveled and eventually um, traveled by sea um, and then he was uh, thrown overboard because uh, they drew they drew lots um, he ended up in the in the belly of the whale and then sought forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him a second chance and so he was brought out and sent back to his people so when he got better uh, Sayyidina Yunus salam, returned to his people and they accepted uh, his guidance and so they were fortunate a fortunate community that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved them and they were just very close to being um, punished the reason why Allah subhanahu wa said the hikmah of this is that if Allah had not saved the people of Yunus, then people will say, well, everybody before got destroyed. This has nothing to do with Allah. It has nothing to do with, with Islam. This is the nature of the world. Things will happen and people will die. And so Nuh was killed uh, and the people of Nuh salam were were destroyed and then the people of Hud were destroyed and the people of Salih were destroyed and the people of Shu'aib were destroyed and this is the the nature of of the world but the people of Yunus السلام, Allah made them an exception that they were saved and Allah says in other verses if the people of the villages the towns Meaning, the people of Hud and Salih and Shu'aib. If they had believed and if they feared Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then I, I would have opened up doors of blessings for them. But they choose to disbelieve. So we punish them because of their wrongdoing. And so here Allah is saying that all of these previous nations that you hear about that were destroyed, I destroyed them because of their actions and their decisions. And their refusal to accept the call of their Anbiya and Mursaleen. And Yunus السلام, his people initially refused. But when they saw the sign of the punishment, they did what? <coughs> they uh, repented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and implored Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted it to them. But you see that it is only the people of Allah says, Illa qawma Yunus. Only the people of Yunus. And the fact of the matter is that the majority of people will end up in the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And only a minority is going to be saved. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from that minority. And so this is why the surah was named Surah to Yunus. But in the same surah Allah mentions whom? Fir'aun. Allah mentions Fir'aun. Fir'aun has a similar, when he realized that he was going to, to drown, when he was drowning, he said what? 
آمنت أنه لا إله إلا الذي آمنت به بنو إسرائيل. They say that when when Musa came to the sea and he was by the sea with Bani Israel and Fir'aun is coming from behind Musa alayhi salam prayed to Allah and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up the sea so Bani Israel crossed Fir'aun on the other side is saying to his people look the sea has parted for me have I not been telling you that I am <laughs> I am your Lord and so but, but what happened is so he, he, he sort of uh, pushed his soldiers to, he goes, follow on, follow on behind Bani Israel. Musa salam came out. When the last person of Bani Israel came out of the sea, what was, what is now a path in the sea, came out. Musa salam went to do what? To hit the sea again so that the sea goes back to its original form. So there is a barrier between him and Fir'aun. Allah said, وَتُرُكِ الْبَحْرَ رَهْوَىٰ Leave the sea alone. It is not your doing. You know, I commanded you to hit the sea. That was a command. Your hitting is not going to make a difference. Right? I am the one in charge. I have decided that they will be drowned. So Fir'aun did what? He's pushing his soldiers and he's saying, go, go after Bani Israel. So they're chasing after Bani Israel. He himself did not go. <laughs> because he knew that he was lying. <laughs> Right? The one, he said, I am your Lord. And look at the sea has split for me. But he's not willing to step in. So he stayed by the shore. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Jibreel salam with a female horse. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fir'aun was on a male horse. When this female horse came by, the horse stopped listening to right and chased after the the female horse Fir'aun found himself in the sea without wanting to be there then the sea closes up when the sea closes up he realizes now there is what he says there's no escape he says what he says I believe that there is no God except for the God of Bani Israel. <laughs> he doesn't say my God. <laughs> he says the God that Bani Israel believe in. His pride prevented him from saying, I believe that there is no God but Allah. Even in that moment, I'm not going to say Allah. I'm going to say the one that Bani Israel believe in. Jibreel salam says that Ya Muhammad, we just said Jibreel was there present. He said, Ya Muhammad, only if you had seen me, I was taking soil or sand and placing it in his mouth in order to stop him from saying the words because I feared that the, the, the mercy of Allah would, would overcome him and he had caused so much corruption and so much pain to Bani Israel. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala responded to him, he said, Al Ana, now, now you believe in me. You disobeyed before and you caused mischief. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, For that, for what you said, I will preserve your body. 
فاليوم ننجيك ببدنك لتكون لمن خلفك آية I will preserve your body so that you become a sign for all those that come after you Now somebody might say what was the difference between Fir'aun and the people of Yunus The people of Yunus as soon as they saw the sign they accepted Fir'aun and his people they had many signs before Allah says فَأَرْسَلْنَا عَلَيْهِمُ الطُّوفَانَ وَالْجَرَادَ وَالْخُمَّلَ وَالْضَفَادِعَ وَالْدَّمَ آيَاتٍ مُفَصَّلَةٍ Allah said I send many many signs Every time a sign came they would say وَقَالُوا يَا أَيُّهَا السَّاحِرُ ادْعُوا لَنَا رَبَّكَ بِمَا عَاهِدَ عِنْدَكَ إِنَّنَا لَمُهْتَدُونَ When a punishment from Allah came They would say what? That يا موسى أيها الساحر here doesn't mean magician it means great one like what are they called black magic no not not a magician you know not sorcerer the the term is sorcerer but wizard wizard like you say wizard and so they said that يا موسى so whenever the punishment came Allah punished them with what ضفادي what are they called? Frogs, right? That they would find them everywhere and, and they destroyed all of um, the, the produce. Jarad, uh, lotus, locust, sorry. Adam, um, uh, blood, that they would find blood. Every time they went to water, they would find blood. All of their water was contaminated by, Allah turned it into, into blood. And so Bani Israel are drinking, going to the same wells, the same, getting the same water. They're drinking water. But the people of Fir'aun are going, but it turns into blood. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them many signs and they refused. Every time they would say that, Ya Musa, ask Allah to take away his punishment. We believe now. We are guided. لَإِنْ كَشَفْتَ عَنَّ الرِّجْزَ لَنُؤْمِنَنَّ لَكَ وَلَنُرْسِلَنَّ مَعَكَ بَنِ إِسْرَائِيلِ If you make dua to Allah and Allah takes away this punishment, we will believe in you and we will send Bani Israel with you. Meaning that we will free them because this was one of the commands of Allah to Fir'aun through Musa. One is to believe in Allah, number two is to free Bani Israel because he did not have a right to enslave them. He did not enslave them through war, right? And so that is the difference between the people of Yunus and Fir'aun. Fir'aun saw many signs. Musa came with what? So many signs. Tis'a ayatin bayinat, Allah says. Nine very clear signs. But he refused. His own magicians accepted when they saw the sign of Musa and the miracle of Musa. And so Allah mentioned Fir'aun also that at the end of his time, he sort of called out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not accept and we looked at this in surat surat al-nisa was it al-nisa or no al-imran al-imran that Allah does not accept the repentance of a person when it is the time of death hatta idha hadara ahadahum al-mawtu qala inni tubtu al-an when time of death comes and it becomes very clear and they see that they are leaving, then they say, oh, we repent. This repentance is 
not accepted by Allah and so this is Surah to Yunus uh, it is a Makki Surah and it mainly deals all of the Surahs of Mecca deal uh, in the Tawheed the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala principles of of Iman um, it deals with prophethood um, and it also deals with the day of Qiyamah and the afterlife Alif Lam Ra Tilka Ayatul Kitab Al-Hakim these are the verses of the book Al-Hakim Al-Hakim is Hikmah is wisdom and this is a book of of wisdom because it is uh, revealed by Al-Hakim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is what um, uh, it uh, commands people uh, of laws that will make them successful in this life and in the hereafter Allah says is it a wonder for mankind that we have sent our revelation to a man from among themselves is this a matter are they, are they amazed by this why are they wondering because the people of Quraysh said Allah is too great they believed in Allah Said Allah is too great if he wanted to send he would send an angel why would he send a human being like Muhammad what is it with this messenger he claims to be a messenger but he eats food and he walks around in markets he's like us they said no Allah if Allah was to send he needs to send an angel and then we will believe Allah says it is not for you to choose it is my message I send it with those that I choose and select you don't choose whom I give the message to right? and so if it comes from an angel we are going to accept Allah says regardless who brings the message it is my message and so don't make excuses for your refusal and your denial and we, we saw in the Surah Al-An'am, Allah Azza wa Jal says, فَإِنَّهُمْ لَا يُكَذِّبُونَكَ That don't be so harsh on yourself, Ya Muhammad. They do not deny you. They are denying me. They deny my revelation. Whereas you, they know that you are a truthful person. You are a truthful human being. وَقَالُوا لَوْ لَا نُزِّلَ هَذَا الْقُرْآنُ عَلَىٰ رَجُلٍ مِّنَ الْقَرْيَتَيْنِ عَظِيمٍ They said what? That... Why didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send this revelation to somebody of great standing in the community? <coughs> uh, meaning one of the chieftains of Quraysh. He said, why did he choose this one? He's got no money. He's got no, uh, no power. And so why, why did Allah send it to him? Allah says, أَهُمْ يَقْسِمُونَ رَحْمَةَ رَبِّكَ Are they in charge of the mercy of your Lord? Do they get to distribute the mercy of your Lord? And so um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says there is no wonder in the fact that Allah selected humans to uh, bring the message, his message to mankind because this is actually a promise that he made to Adam alayhi salam. When he created Adam and Adam is the first Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to his own people, to his own children. Um, but he promised Adam that I will send guidance and then it is up to Allah how he sends that guidance. It's entirely up to him. And أَنذِرِ النَّاسَ وَبَشِّرِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا أَنَّ لَهُمْ قَدَمَ صِدِقٍ عِنْدَ رَبِّهِمْ That warn mankind. The duty of every messenger is to warn and give good news for those who do good deeds. 
But the disbelievers say, this is indeed an evident sorcerer. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, moves on to demonstrate his greatness and his oneness. Surely your Lord is Allah who created the heavens and the earth in six days. The heavens and the earth. We only see the earth. And the earth is a lot for us to understand how, how is it created in six days. And so he says, I created the heavens and the earth and everything within them in six days. And there was no need to create them in six days. This is what Allah wanted to do. Allah says, I was not fatigued. And had Allah wanted, He would have created them in Kun Fayakun. But He created them in six days in order to teach us that everything comes with, with time. And so you make effort, but you need time in order to achieve uh, the results that you want. In six days, then rose over the throne in a manner that suits His Majesty. This whole verse is from the Mutashabih. Yeah? The verses that we do not, cannot fully comprehend. That Allah rose over His throne. What does it mean? Clearly, it cannot be like the human being rises over a pulpit or over a chair. This cannot be the, the meaning. Allah knows its meaning. يُدَبِّرُ الْأَمْرُ Your Lord who created and He disposes of affairs. He did not create and let things run on their own. That is not the case. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala disposes of all of the affairs in this, in this universe. And so the sun does not rise without permission from Allah. The day does not disappear without permission from Allah. The sun does not set without permission from Allah. Rain does not fall without permission from Allah. Everything that happens, every moment that it happens, it happens through a command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is not that Allah created water and has given uh, water control, that it quenches the thirst. No. Food does not remove hunger. Water does not quench the thirst. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with every order, every command. There is no intercessor that can plead with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except after his leave. Meaning Allah does not accept the intercession of anyone. And no one will be permitted to intercede in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah only through the permission of Allah and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows for it. And we know the first one will be Rasulullah sallallahu that is, your, that is Allah, your Lord. So worship Him. See, Allah gives you a reason. Fir'aun said, I am your Lord. Worship me for what? <laughs> you did not create. You do not provide. And so what, what should you be worshipped for? Hmm? Allah says, I created. And I dispose of all affairs. I provide. And so worship me. Then will you not remember All of you will return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
And so this is an invitation that worship you, Lord. But if you choose not to worship, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that you will return to me. وَمَا أَنْتُمْ بِمُعْجِزِينَ That you will not flee from me. You cannot get away from me. Right? Yesterday in Surah At-Tawbah, Allah said, فَسِيحُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ أَرْبَعَةَ أَشْهُرُ Travel in the land for four months. وَعَلَمُوا أَنَّكُمْ غَيْرُ مُعْجِزُ اللَّهِ And know with certainty that you cannot get away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can run away from your enemy here, but you can't run away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has control and hold. To him is the return of all of you. The promise of Allah is true. There is no need for Allah to say this. But he says it to do what? To emphasize. My promise is, is true. It is he who begins the creation and then will repeat it. These are very clear, logical arguments from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to those that deny life after death. What is it that you're denying? I created you. I placed you in this world. I placed you in this universe. I created. And then Allah will repeat the creation. And he says to us in the Quran, in human terms, he says, which one is difficult? Creating the first time or recreating the human experience? Which one is difficult? First time is difficult. Once you've done it, you know you have the, the, the formula, then it's easy to do. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا خَلْقُكُمْ وَلَا بَعْثُكُمْ إِلَّا كَنَفْسٍ وَاحِدَةٍ Creating all of you and recreating all of you it is like creating one person. I created Adam. And I created him without a father and without a mother. So don't wonder how you are going to be recreated without a father and mother. This is why Allah says, wahida." It is like I created Adam. There was no need for a, for a set of parents. And likewise, you are going to be cre recreated. There's no need for. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just for us to understand, he told us, that although the entire human body perishes, there remains one part of your body. And it is where? It is in the ground. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down rain. And Rasulullah said that you will grow like vegetation grows out of the ground. But even that Allah is not in need of it. He is beyond any need. Kun fayakun. It is who he, to him is the return of all of you. The promise of Allah is true. When you hear verses like this, uh, in your heart, a person should say what? I believe in the promise of Allah. And I testify that the promise of Allah is true. It's true. Because Rasulullah in his dua tahajjud, when he's to uh, begin his salah, uh, part of his dua is to say that, uh, I testify that you are the truth and your word is, your promise is the truth and that paradise is the truth and hellfire is the truth and all the prophets and messengers have brought the truth and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is 
and has brought the truth. The promise of Allah is true. It is he who begins the creation and then will repeat it that he may reward with justice those who believed and did righteous deeds. But those who disbelieved will have a drink of boiling fluids and painful torment because they used to disbelieve. It is, who, who, it is he who made the sun a shining thing and the moon as a light. You see that in the, these verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala demonstrate to us that I am the creator. He did not use the same term for the sun and the moon. Both give light. But he says, Ashamsa Duyaan that the sun is shining. Adaa is to shine. It's in Surah Al-Baqarah. That the, the, the fire does what? It shines. Why? Because the light stems from it. And so it gives its light to remove darkness. For the moon, he did not say that the moon shines. Why? Because the light of the moon is not its own. It is borrowed light from the, from the sun. وَقَدَّرَهُ مَنَازِلٍ and measured out for its stages that the moon goes through stages لِتَعْلَمُوا عَدَدَ السِّنِينَ وَالْحِسَابِ so that you may know you might know the number of years and the reckoning that we use the the moon to you can see okay the, the sun is also used to count the days but you can't see it can you, you can't see. there is no difference between the sun of the first and the sun of the 31st there's no difference and so you cannot use the sun to measure time. This is why previous, previously mankind based their what calculation of time through on, on the moon. Because with the moon you can see the changes and the different stations. right? But with the sun you cannot. This is why Allah singles out the sun. Allah did not create this but in truth. Because he is the truth. In other verses he says, uh, you know, I did not create it as entertainment. This is not a game, like some have believed. Uh, some who claim to be believers in revelation. They say this is what? A game between Allah and competition between Allah and Shaitan. There is no competition. Allah created Shaitan. And Shaitan cannot do anything without the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah did not create in order to amuse himself. La'ibin, Allah says, I did not create to amuse myself. There is a, a purpose. And that purpose is al-haq, it is truth. Ma khalaqallahu thalika illa bil-haq. He did not create this, but in truth. Yufassilu al-ayati liqawmin ya'alamun. He explains in detail for a people who have knowledge. Then Allah goes on, verily in the alternation of the night and the day, and in all that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created in the heavens and the earth are signs for those people who keep their duty to Allah and fear Him. You are living in the night, 
day comes you're living in the day night comes likewise you are alive death comes this is why Allah says that in this dunya there is nothing that remains eternal just like the day that you are living in does not last it ends with the night and the night does not last it ends with the day <coughs> and there is what also in, in this that w when you are going through difficulty and hardship that the interchanging of the the night and the day all the alternate uh, alternation of the night and the day should be what it brings what solace and comfort that no matter how difficult you are uh, difficult time you are experiencing that time has to come to an end it has to end that pain has to end the difficulty has to end and likewise any happiness that you are enjoying it has to end don't overly rejoice in what you have and what you are enjoying from Allah's blessings because they have to come to an end Jibreel salam came to Rasulullah and he said live as long as you want one day you will die and love whom you want you will have to separate from them then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the la yarjuna liqa'ana Verily, those who do not have hope for their meeting with us. In Alladina, la yarjuna liqa'ana. Those who do not hope and look forward to meeting us. Meaning, meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Waradu bil hayatid dunya. But they are pleased and satisfied with the life of the present world. Radu bil hayatid dunya. They're pleased with it. Watma'annu biha. They're content with this life. They, they don't want anything else. They're happy with this life. والذين هم عن آياتنا غافلون and those who are heedless of our signs أولئك مأواهم النار بما كانوا يكسبون those their abode will be the fire because of what they used to earn and this is the state of the majority of mankind they do not look forward to meeting Allah سبحانه وتعالى even Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about the Jews who claim to believe in Allah and they claim they are the children of Allah. He says, if you are truly beloved to Allah, and, uh, wish for death. Allah says, One of them wishes if he could live for a thousand years. And Allah says, even if I allowed someone to live for a thousand years, that would not take away the fact that after a thousand years you will die and you will go to the punishment that is awaiting you. And so a believer should hope and look forward to the meeting of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this should be one of our du'as. That Ya Allah, make me from those who look forward to meeting you.
Aisha radiallahu anha said, Ya Rasulullah, what is it with us? We dislike death. He said, this is the nature of the human being. The human being does not want death. But she says, but Allah is saying, those who don't look forward to meeting us. If we dislike death, we like life. Life is precious. Right? That means we don't want to meet Allah. Rasulullah said, this is not the meaning. Ya Aisha, the meaning is at the time of death, when you know you are leaving and you know there is no turning back, there are people who still want to stay. The believer in that situation, he does not want to stay. This is it. He knows Allah has destined for me to live this many years. This is time for me to go. So he is happily and willingly going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we give examples of this. Rasulullah is the prime example. In the pangs of death, he was saying, La ilaha illallah, inna lil mawti, la sakarat. That the pangs of death are difficult. But when the moment to go came, he said what? Allahumma rafiqul a'la. That, oh Allah, I ask for the highest company. And we mentioned before the story of Bilal anhu when he was dying. Right? Looking forward to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So not wanting to live more. Um, but this is a very, uh, a verse we, we have to ponder about and ask ourselves. Do we look forward to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Because Rasulullah said, the one who looks forward to meeting Allah, Allah looks forward to meeting him. And the one who does not look forward to meeting Allah, Allah does not look forward to meeting him. Verily, those who hope not for their meeting with us, they do not hope for their meeting with us, but are pleased and satisfied with the life of the present world. And those who are heedless of our verses and our signs, those their abode will be the fire. And so, those will be punished. Why? Not because Allah is <laughs> unfair and Allah is saying, oh, well, if you're not looking forward to meeting me, then I'm going to place you in hellfire. No. If you don't look forward to meeting Allah, then you are not going to do the deeds that are going to save you from hellfire. You see? You're too, you're too busy enjoying this life. And enjoying this life is not going to save you from the punishment of hellfire. And so the one who does not look forward to Akhirah, does not look forward to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, does not believe in it, is not preparing for Akhirah. This is why there will be people who are good and do good, but they will enter hellfire. And they will say to you, I'm a good person, I'm a decent human being, I'm very helpful to people, I'm very kind and very considerate, and I do what I can, I'm very charitable, and I don't harm a soul. Yes, indeed. But you do it for this life. Because you don't believe in the next life. If you believed in the next life, then Allah will reward you for all of your good deeds in the next life. But since you don't believe in the next life, Allah rewards you for your deeds, your good deeds in this world. Does anything need to be done for sake of Allah? Yes. If it is not done for the sake of Allah, then Allah will not reward you. Even the believer, the believer who does a good deed, right? He goes for hajj. But he does it for people, Allah does not reward him. He says, what do you want? You did it for people's praise, people praised you. It's over. But because this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Bashira wa nadira, or rather, uh, in the beginning, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent messengers with warning and good news. And so the warning is what? 
those who don't look forward to meeting us, those who are pleased and content and satisfied with this worldly life, those who neglect our verses and our signs, they will be punished. In the amanu wa aminu salihati yahdihim rabbuhum bi imanihim. Verily, those who believe and do good deeds of righteousness, their Lord will guide them through their faith. So, Allah is just. Allah guides the believers through their faith. They made a decision to believe and so Allah guides them. يَهْدِيهِمْ رَبُّهُمْ بِإِيمَانِهِمْ Allah will guide them through their faith. And so, you know, there is a saying, money begets money. Yes? No. That if you want to make money, you have to do what? You have to have some money. The more money you have, the more money you make. Yes? Likewise, the more iman you have, the more iman you will gain. <coughs> and so if you do the actions of iman, Allah increases your iman. Allah increases. If you take the actions of guidance, Allah increases His guidance on you. تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهِمُ الْأَنْهَارِ Under them will flow rivers in the gardens of delight. في جنات النعيم In the gardens of delight. دَعْوَاهُمْ فِيهَا سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمْ Their way of request therein will be سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمْ Glory to you, O Allah. وَتَحِيَّتُهُمْ فِيهَا سَلَامٌ And salam will be their greetings therein. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَاهُمْ أَنِ الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ And the close of their request will be الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ when they want to ask something from Allah, they say what? Subhanak Allahum. Glory be to you. That Ya Allah grant us this. And when they have made their request, they say what? Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. All praise is due to Allah, Lord of the worlds. Why? Because He is providing. And their greetings amongst themselves is Salam. The last verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَوْ يُعَجِّلُ اللَّهُ لِلنَّاسِ الشَّرَّ اسْتِعْجَالَهُمْ بِالْخَيْرِ لَقُضِيَ إِلَيْهِمْ أَجَلُهُمْ Were Allah to hasten for mankind the evil they invoke for themselves, as He hastened to them the good, then they would have been ruined. Allah says that sometimes you curse your own self, and you invoke evil for yourself, and you invoke death for yourself Allah says if Allah accepted those then you would have died a long time ago they would have been ruined so we leave those who expect not their meeting with us in their trespasses wandering blindly in destruction and so when a person makes a decision of himself not to look forward to meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah says I allow him to continue in what continue in this destruction until the time of of death comes we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enlighten our hearts Amen. with his Quran and revelation and to enable us to uh, have a close relationship with it and to implement it in our lives. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, subhanakallah, alhamdulillah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka.